This is a Pivotal Conversations podcast. Hello and welcome to the Girl Fit Method podcast. I'm your host, Natasha Wakefield, and I am here to help you take charge of your health, get empowered, and ultimately become the best version of yourself. Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So on today's podcast episode, I am joined by the GFM team. We're going to be giving you strategies to survive the next couple of months over the holiday seasons and all the social events that you need to attend. I'm going to jump straight into this week's podcast episode, but I did want to let you know that I'll be revealing this month's Gymshark voucher giveaway at the end. So make sure to stick around. All right, let's get into it. Hello and welcome back to the Girl Fit Method podcast. So this is our silly season podcast episode that I have the incredible coach Vanessa and coach Julian. We're going to be talking about how to manage the next couple of months. Welcome ladies. Hi. Hi guys. (laughs) Hello. Hello. This podcast we've recorded, actually we did one last year as well, didn't we? It's um, it's an interesting time of year, especially when it comes to your health and fitness, because so many social events, so much food, all of these social events are really revolving around food. It's like, how do you navigate it? Um, I remember feeling for myself, I was just thinking back um, like years ago and what I would do is I'd be getting so anxious about Christmas that I would like restrict so hard thinking, all right, if I just like cut back my calories heaps, I exercise heaps, I would exercise like crazy. And I would always make sure I'd exercise on Christmas day as well, that by the time I hit Christmas day in particular, I felt so out of control around food. Like all of the the foods that like my mum would cook or my grandma would cook, I would just be eating them like like there was no tomorrow and not even enjoying it, just stuffing my face. And then knowing as soon as I stopped eating them, the flood of guilt was going to hit me as well. And that was like the worst feeling. And so it was almost like you end up in like this trance. And I'm sure that you both have kind of felt that where you're just not even aware of what you're eating. You're just eating, 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 eating. Horrible. And then like you wake up the next day or later that day, you feel so bad about yourself that you need to go and exercise so much or you need to really restrict your calories and it's just horrible. Like it's the worst. Um, have you guys like experienced that as well? Yeah, it takes a lot of the enjoyment too out of the holidays. For myself personally, it was like really just being so hyper-focused on what was in front of me that I couldn't even enjoy the holidays with my family because I was so anxious about the food that was in front of me that it just really took away from the experience for many years, unfortunately. Yeah, I agree. I had a very similar experience. I can vividly remember actually one Thanksgiving, I brought my own food in a Tupperware bowl because I just was so afraid to eat whatever they cooked. And looking back on that now, it just makes me so sad that I was like, had that mentality at one point. And so that's what I encourage like a lot of my clients now to do is just like, how do you want to remember this experience? Do you want to remember it as like being so filled with anxiety around food and like guilty about like not exercising? Or do you want to create like really positive memories and like have these nice experiences with people who really love and care about you that is um such a clear example of how food is in control of you and your life as opposed to it being the opposite huge red flag I remember doing the same thing as well and I think if we can step out of our own brain and our own mind and think about it logically and have a look at the situation really there are a few days a year where we 
indulge might be the word to use, or we eat foods, we eat more. Maybe we just eat more, right? We just eat more calories. We enjoy ourselves. We don't eat, we eat foods that we don't, would we wouldn't usually eat on a daily basis otherwise. And like in the scheme of things, there's nothing wrong with that. Let's just say it was like two, let's just say it was four weeks a year. Every single day for four weeks, you ate like that, right? Out of 52 weeks, what's that? 48 weeks that you're doing, you're pretty much eating the normal kinds of foods that you eat. That is nothing. But what happens is, is we hyper-focus and fixate on those four weeks so we don't eat well. And then that breeds in and bleeds in, I should say, to the next day because we restrict, right? And then we get into this like binging mentality, this yo-yo dieting, which then has a much more negative impact on us seeing any kind of results. And that's the issue. And it all just comes down to mindset. It's not that you overate that day. It's how you deal with that moving forward. And that's what's going to be quote unquote damaging, right? So let's talk about some strategies that the girls can use. Um, I was just talking about this before we were recording to both of you. And I was having a think about, you know, a lot of us do want to diet for the holiday season, right? So maybe we're in a calorie deficit at the moment and we're wanting to uh, we're wanting to lose some weight for whatever reason. So you can, you're in a calorie deficit, really going into the holiday season, you need to cut that short or have some time at your maintenance calories because it's going to be somewhat impossible for you to stick to that calorie deficit. Let's talk about when we feel that the girls should be going up to their maintenance calories. Is there a particular date or time that you think might be helpful? For myself personally, I would say really right around this time to give you a few weeks at reversing up before Thanksgiving, because this is kind of the time of year where the holidays start to pick up and then holidays, social events, then Christmas, right? So I would say really looking at mid-November to right around when Thanksgiving starts, giving yourself um, either a diet break if you're dieting or starting that reverse process at this time of year is probably the smartest thing to do in setting yourself up for that success. Mm, totally agree. Yeah. We were just chatting about like, um, so when we're in a calorie deficit, it's really normal for us to become food focused because we're in a deficit, right? So the body's not aware that it's not able to maintain its current body weight. And so it, as, as a coping mechanism, it gets you to start thinking about food all the time. And that's why if you're constantly trying to eat a small amount of calories, you're going to be thinking about food constantly. Now let's think about it. Let's just say that you are going to try and stay in a calorie deficit for as long as possible. And you try and think, okay, I'm going to stay in a calorie deficit until Thanksgiving. Your food focus, your food focus, your food focus, your focus so much now on losing weight and not, and you're not allowed to eat a certain amount of calories or you're restricting certain foods because you're in this calorie deficit. How do you feel you're going to cope with moving into Thanksgiving? Do you think you're going to be able to make the best decisions on the day? Or do you think because you've kind of built up this tension, you've been thinking about food constantly and you're thinking about this date where it's going to all end, right? You don't need to be in this calorie deficit. Do you feel that on Thanksgiving or whatever the date is, right? Whatever the event is that you're going to be able to enjoy yourself, like eat more, but actually just tell yourself to stop when you've had enough. And the answer is probably no. If you're going into it with such a food focus, then you're probably going to overeat and feel quite out of control around foods. And when coming out of a calorie deficit, you want to really make sure that you give yourself some time, like you just said, Vanessa, to reverse diet. So just to start increasing your calorie intake, because what that will do is lessen that food focus. And the other thing I wanted to touch on as well is how we do that. So how we look at increasing our calories before we hit these social events. 
what can happen is, is when we focus so much on dieting that we can't, we start to think about, I mean, coach Julie, you probably experienced this as well. Like when you are in a calorie deficit, isn't it crazy about all that you think about is highly palatable foods, like highly processed foods, foods that are like got lots of sugar in them that taste really incredible. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, it is so, I guess like, let's explain why that is. Like why do people when they're in a calorie deficit tend to hyper-focus and fixate on foods that are highly processed? It's because it they contain usually a lot more calories and your body is in a deficit. So it's wanting to make up for those lack of calories that you're not getting. So you know, foods that we typically think about are like desserts, you know, sweet treats, chips, snacks, things like that. And they're very easy to also eat. And so your body is just sending those signals to your brain saying, I need these extra calories. Like this is how I'm going to get it. And also they also usually contain a bunch of sugar and sugar is one of like the easiest forms of energy for our body to kind of process. And so if you're able to hit, get that like quick fix, then that's kind of what your body hyper focuses on. Yeah. And then it's kind of like um, when you hear about people that, I mean, even just normal people that come out of a calorie deficit, but people that do that bodybuilding and then they've restricted so much. And then you always see them like ordering like these big donuts and like all of this really calorie dense food. And they just eat it like crazy when maybe like before that, like six months before, that's not something that they would even want to eat. It's kind of crazy how it changes your brain. And even like the last deficit I did, I remember feeling the exact same way. I started thinking about foods that I never even want to eat. Like I was thinking about cakes, like almost dreaming about it, like dreaming about having like ice cream. And I was like, this is so weird. Like I never think about these foods. So if you're going, if you're coming out of a calorie deficit and you're going straight into these social events, you're kind of setting yourself up for failing. And I think what you need to think about doing is as you're coming out of a calorie deficit, start to slowly increase your calories, but get those calories to come from foods that are just kind of like your staples already. So if you have oats in the morning, just add additional oats. Don't go crazy and add all of these like really calorie dense, I don't know, nut butters. And there's nothing wrong with nut butters, but when once again, we're in a calorie deficit, highly palatable high calorie foods are really, really alluring for us. And we don't want to get into that pattern of like feeding into that. You'll get to a point where you can have those foods in the proper portion, but usually coming out of a calorie deficit, you can kind of feel like you're out of control. So just start increasing that. Increasing, I don't know, if you have like two pieces of bread on a sandwich, have three pieces of bread. Just increase your normal kind of foods that you would eat because what that will do is start to reduce that food focus so that when you go into those events, you're not hyper-focusing on all these really highly palatable foods where you feel like you're probably going to feel out of control around them. And I would say what, I mean, girls, like maybe like two weeks, give yourself two weeks at least. Yeah, I would say about two weeks. Yeah. And it's not going to be like completely over, but you're not going to be as food-focused as you start to increase uh, your calories. Once you start to eat more, it does kind of start to dissipate quite quickly. All right, so let's talk about how do we actually just deal that's the practical side of things. So think about that. Don't worry about losing fat or weight throughout this next couple of months. Just sit at your maintenance calories. But let's talk about, okay, that sounds all great and well. How do we actually deal with the anxiety, the social events, the food that we're not usually exposed to? Let's talk about our own experiences and maybe what has helped us. And I'm going to kick it over to you, Vanessa. Yeah, for sure. So for myself, when you know, I had very high anxiety about the holidays. 
what really helped me in the initial process was like almost like exposure therapy, I want to call it in terms of the foods that I was eating. So I have a massive sweet tooth. Like it's crazy to be honest. And a big thing for me is like ice cream and like I'm Portuguese. So we have like these Portuguese cakes at all my like holiday, whatever like events. Um, and my family buys them pretty often. So as I was leading up to the holidays, I would just have smaller portions of those things. So when it came to like whatever Thanksgiving, Christmas, sure, it's in front of me, but I've been having, you know, moderate portion sizes of it for maybe a week, whatever. So it wasn't as exciting. And food almost becomes boring in that place when you've been having it. And it's, it's no longer that super exciting, like, anxiety inducing thing anymore. It's more so just like, oh, I can have this whenever, but it's, you know, not as exciting, if that makes sense. That is such a good point. I remember doing the same thing. It's crazy how much when we tell ourselves we can't want something, how much more we want it. And then when it just becomes a part of your everyday, it's like it does, it loses that hold over you. And being able to do it in a controlled environment where you're choosing to have portioned amounts as opposed to not ever having it and then going to an event and having it in portions that you know that you can have a lot of, it's just, yeah, an absolute recipe for disaster. I love that. Coach Julie, what has kind of like helped you and what have you implemented? I feel like it was very similar because I was also like reverse dieting at the time too. So I wasn't in that restrictive mindset anymore. And that definitely helped with you just accepting that, you know, a meal or two away from what I was doing wasn't going to make or break my progress whatsoever. And just understanding like the consistency is what led me to the results that I was getting. And then just also leaning on like my family who was there and just like having their support and just being like, you know, it's okay. Like, I want you to be able to enjoy this and not like stress out over it too much. And all of that just like really helped me kind of get over some of that food anxiety and just focusing more so on the event and the people I was with and not necessarily the food that was present also kind of helped take, take yourself out of that situation. Mm. What I'm hearing from both of you and I'm hearing from myself as well is that we're all so hard on each ourselves. Like, we're beating ourselves up. Like you're thinking about like how you need to be so controlled with what you're consuming and how you're not allowed to enjoy yourself. And I think this is half the issue with the majority of women is like we are so hard on ourselves and we get into this all or nothing perfectionist mentality. We do something and it needs to be perfect. If we go over a calorie, like we are the worst person ever and we should punish ourselves through sometimes overeating and going stuff it. Like what's the point? But what about if we just like zoomed out and realized that like life is just about living and things don't go to plan all the time. And hey, like God forbid, imagine if you gained like two pounds in two months over the Christmas holidays, over November and December. Let's just sit with that thought. Let's just say you gained four pounds. Okay. You gained four pounds. How does that make you feel? If that causes a lot of anxiety, I want you to rethink that because the amazing thing is that we can change anything. You are in control of everything. Imagine if you relaxed, you enjoyed yourself, you created memories and you gained four pounds. January comes around. Do you know what you can do in January when there are less social events? You can lose those four pounds. You can lose them. Easy. That's not hard. Losing weight is really, really easy. What's really hard is changing your mindset around it. And I think we can get so caught up with feeling like we've failed. You know, if that does happen, like what's, what is so bad about gaining four pounds? 
Is it because we have broken a promise to ourselves or now we're not valuable enough or we don't look good enough? Are they truths like, or is that lies? And are you in control? Because can you change that at a different month in one month's time? Can you decide to go into a calorie deficit and change that? Yeah. Is four pounds really that big? Is anyone going to notice? Absolutely not. Are you going to pick yourself apart? Yes. And why? Why are you going to do that? And I think these are thoughts that are really important to think about. Getting out of our own head, a half of our issues is just when we are so <laughs> stuck in our own thoughts and thinking it's the end of the world when it's not. Life is not linear. There are times when you are going to be weighing a little bit more. There are times where you are going to be weighing a little bit less. And that's just life. Things change. There are different seasons in life. Like this is just what it means to live. And you can't control everything. You can't. And if you try to control everything, you end up absolutely miserable and really missing out on making memories and living your life the way that it should be. I think over the next couple of months, are there any kind of practical tips that we can give the girls to be able to, because it's you know easy for us to kind of say all of this right now, but I know that both of you as well as myself have been in a situation where like it still feels like the worst thing on the planet, like the thought of gaining weight. And there's so much anxiety around social events that like, it's like, okay, that's great, but I still actually can't feel that way. I still feel so much anxiety about it. What what advice can we give to the girls to actually implement from now to be able to help them deal with those emotions? For sure. I think one of them just going like on the actual holidays, making sure that you're not fasting or like eating like a bunny all day, making sure that you're still putting like if let's say you're having dinner or something like that, making sure you're still having food throughout the day, right? It's not something where you want to be overcompensating through, you know, fasting or eating very little or over exercising, kind of like what you mentioned before, like making sure you're putting yourself in a position to, you know, enjoy the meal, right? Either on either side, whether it's overeating or heavily being so like anxious about it, you want to make sure you're enjoying the meal, right? And that includes participating. Absolutely. So making sure that you're just setting yourself up for success, like having your usual foods. And I think that's just a massive thing because I know I used to like restrict throughout the day, which is not recommended. So I think just putting yourself in a position to succeed like that is really helpful. Love that. Love it. Coach Julie? I agree with all of that. And then I'm a huge proponent of just doing what you can where you can. And so, you know, maybe you don't have control over the food that's being served, but, you know, pick like maybe healthy options that are present. You know, I'm always a big proponent of never taking away, but just adding in maybe a healthier thing on the side. So like maybe choosing to eat a vegetable with your meal, or, you know, if you're not able to get to the gym necessarily that day, maybe go for a walk with your family because, you know, any sort of movement is good movement. Um, And at the end of the day, that's all that matters is that we are, you know, doing what we can and trying to move a bit closer to our goals. Um, without feeling super overwhelmed. Yeah, I love that. Being kinder to yourself and just being realistic with your expectations that you're setting for yourself. I really want to challenge the girls out there to actually sit in the uncomfortable because you kind of can't avoid the next couple of months and it's going to be uncomfortable regardless. Even if you implement all of these strategies, it's not going to feel easy. Like you're going to feel, you're going to feel anxious and you're going to feel like you want to go back into and to control things and you're not going to be able to do that and the way that you overcome anything is actually sitting in the mess and sitting in what feels super uncomfortable if we keep avoiding that and we keep avoiding like what does make us uncomfortable we never actually overcome it all we do is avoid it avoid it avoid it and it kind of becomes a bigger issue 
So my piece of advice would be to journal your feelings. So journal in the morning, how are you feeling? Journal before you go to the social event, how are you feeling? What what feelings are you experiencing at the moment? Are they feelings of, of stress? Are they feelings of anxiety, not knowing what the future is going to hold? Are you starting to feel out of control? And then when you come back, I want you to journal how you feel. Do you feel feelings of guilt, feelings of anger towards yourself, not feeling good enough, feelings of panic, anxiety, and really start to see the patterns here and sit in those feelings. And then when we can sit in those feelings and have a think about things logically, like, does this make sense? Is how I'm feeling right now make sense? The fact that I feel guilty, I feel like a really bad person for what I did, for what eating, does that make sense? And sort of getting it out on paper, because sometimes we can think all these thoughts in our mind and they don't make a whole lot of sense. Or sometimes we're not even aware what we're thinking until we put it on paper and we can really read. Oh, wow. Yeah, I am thinking that. Okay. Is that a logical thing to think? And start to work through that for now. But there is no way to avoid being uncomfortable in this situation. It's going to suck. It's going to feel like really sucky. But the more you do that, the less sucky it's going to feel. Almost like with you, Vanessa, you spoke about exposure therapy, like where you, you include foods that do make you feel fearful. At the beginning, it's the most uncomfortable thing ever. You feel so uncomfortable, like, oh, my goodness, what what have I done? This feels like, I'm, you know, sometimes we even have these thoughts of like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to gain weight from eating this food. The crazy thing is, is the more that you eat it, you don't really think twice about it. It just becomes second nature. But you need to sit in that uncomfortable and challenge yourself to begin with in order to get to that in place, which can be really hard. And we want to avoid feeling uncomfortable, but that's how we overcome absolutely anything. I think we've left the girls with some good tips. I want to send you all love. We know this is really hard and uncomfortable, but you're not alone and you can do hard stuff. Coach Vanessa, Coach Julie, is there anything else you wanted to add at all? Uh, just really quick. I think that this time of year is to be like enjoyed. And like, I think when you look back on your life in five to 10 years, you're not going to remember what you weighed or exactly what you ate, but you're going to remember how you felt and like who you were with. So just really doing your best to kind of like what you said, put yourself in that uncomfortable position and it will get easier over time. I mean, we're all living proof of it where we've gone through similar things that a lot of the girls are probably going through and we're kind of all on the other side, I'm sure, but it does get easier over time. And the more you live this lifestyle and the more habits that you do change and that your mindset changes, it really, really does get easier. Love that. There's always hope. It's always hope to, to get out of the situation that you're in right now. Yeah. Love it. Coach Julie. Yeah. I, I think she said it perfectly. Like just enjoy the holidays. Don't stress out too much about it. You know, the, your routine, the food, it's always going to be there, but these memories may not. And so, you know, really focus on that and, you know, make happy moments with the people that you really love and care about. And that's what it's all about really, isn't it? We, um, I just wanted to mention as well, we have food psychologist Steph Giorgio as well joining us for all of our girls and supporting them through this time. So if you are interested in joining and working with us and having that additional support, honestly, I think it's going to be invaluable. And she's really incredible. She works specifically with girls that have issues with eating, binge eating, and working on the mindset, I think is what we've touched on here. I mean, we've given you practical tips, but ultimately it comes down to your mindset you need to change that in order to change your life and to have that freedom to be able to not be controlled by food. Um, so I'll pop the link for our application form in the show notes. Um, but thank you so much, girls. I really appreciate you jumping on. Always you've got words of absolute wisdom. You're both incredible. Thanks so much. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope it was helpful. Please let me know if it was. If you feel like you're really overwhelmed and anxious over the next couple of months, just know you can send myself, Coach Julie or Coach Vanessa a DM. We are more than happy to support you throughout this process. And if you really feel like you need more handholding, then it might be the time to sign up, join the GirlFit Method 12-week coaching program and get that support as well from a food psychologist. I think that's going to be a real game changer moving forward for you because mindset plays such a big role in this. But for now, let's reveal who this month's Gymshark voucher giveaway is. And we are giving away a voucher to Carly J. Carly, you sent me an email on the 29th of the 9th You are now the winner of this month's Gymshark Voucher. Make sure to send me a DM, send me an email, and I'll get that sent over to you. All right, guys, until next week, big love, Coach Tash. Coach Tash.